Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 112 of the Hardly Millennial Podcast, where we are young, dumb, and full of opinions. Opinions, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Our guest today is Austin Bradley. He is an entrepreneur, a videographer, editor, video guru. Acrobat. Say acrobat. A little bit of everything. Lower now. that bar. <laughs> Holy smokes. Going in here inspecting some kind of insight that I'm not going to be able to match. <laughs> Holy smokes. Okay. Well, welcome, Austin. Um, welcome back from quarantine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah no, That's going on still. That has been stopping me from doing a lot of things I want to do project wise, but. In the meantime, I figure I might as well learn as much as I can. So it's kind of been somewhat productive for me. Yeah, that's all we've been trying to do, too, is stay as busy as possible. But we've also spent a lot of time watching a lot of TV. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that was me, too, at the start of this. But, like, I actually just, like, burnt out on mm-hmm. the games. You know, it was, like, too much. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, right. okay, I'm kind of wasting a good opportunity here. Oh, yeah. Because I won't have this much time to just sit around and you know learn anything i can right especially with the internet being the way it is you can you can yeah you can can teach yourself a degree online yeah Yeah. (laughs) and you've been working on uh getting your own youtube stuff up and going yeah yeah i i started strong i i still do plan to it's just that i can't get the content that i want to put on which would be like filming an act and making it uh, a high quality something you wouldn't really find on another YouTube channel or Facebook page for mm-hmm. that matter. And I, I just kind of want to do that at a somewhat consistent pace because I feel like there's a lot of talented um, circus artists and acrobats and stuff like that that would really like to have their stuff filmed and mm-hmm. I, I feel like would love to collaborate on something like this. So once the quarantine is over, you know, that it's all on from now. Oh, yeah. Uh, really. I actually did start the YouTube channel already, and I put the first video out, but I I didn't really tell anybody. <laughs> it wasn't it was, like a it premiere. It was like I didn't want yeah. to like go to this channel, and then right. Do you no want to tell us what it's called? That, like, Is comes it out with it? Does it have like an official name yet? Yeah, it's it's AB Film Circus. Oh, just AB yeah. Film Circus. I like it. It's the same AB Films. <laughs> <laughs> It so that's cool. So, it might change. So the whole point of the YouTube channel, though, is just—is it just to put videos and stuff up of like circus people and just saying like, "Hey, here's circ life," and uh, just like encompassing the entire like everything there, that is the circus or circ specifically. So there is another circ channel that I saw, Circ Life, mm-hmm. that had around fifty-three thousand subscribers, something like that. But that channel kind of already does that pretty well. Mm. Uh, I feel like they. They already show the Cirque life and the Cirque aspects and behind the scenes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I, I would say this is just more so uh, a cool a cool video highlight reel of a person's act or something like that. But we, it, it also be like tutorials related to circus mm-hmm. or um, uh, something like the history of Tramp Wall. We were... Work. I was working on something with Wellington Lima. He's a super. He's super in a tramp wall. The history of it. He loves mm-hmm. anything that people are doing to push that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Junk Tramps got some really interesting stuff going on with their YouTube channel, 
and uh, Tanner's doing his stuff with the trampoline competitions. And uh, that's so. Tanner Markley of Off Axis, uh, just for you guys at home. <laughs> <laughs> and also, do me a favor, uh, move your mic a little bit closer to you, if you could. Oh, I got you. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Oh, you're you're all good. This is this is I, I say this like every podcast. This is exactly why I need a sound engineer one day, so I don't have to be the guy doing all of that. <laughs> so you get a little uh, your wireless man. Yeah, touche, touche, or lavaliers, man, something like that. So spanning like everywhere but, from. Uh, you know, people's demo reels, uh, to, you know, the history of trample. That's awesome. Yeah. Just so fully going in and out of circus, the people of it and the history. It's almost like a tool then for circus people almost to learn about the art that they're in and look at different tutorials and what's going Maybe on. Maybe that's a little too deep. <laughs> <laughs> are we getting ahead of yourself here? <laughs> like y'all are ahead of me on this, you know. <laughs> but, like, like right now, it's just it's just a chill look into the circus life and just highlighting the talents. And maybe we do something like with Tramp Wall because I feel like that's a community that's growing. Mm -hmm. um, the and the tricking community, for instance, like maybe it's not something that's necessarily circus, but a lot of the acrobats and the circus community, it's pretty tightly knit. Like. I, I feel like uh, a lot of the circus community knows a lot of divers, a lot of gymnasts, and the mm -hmm. trickier stuff that's not circus, but it, right. it falls but you, into you the You could find them at a circus. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it, it falls into the acrobatic job because that's probably where you're going to end up if you do want to stick with flipping and some right. money. Um, but it's, it, 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 it's a highlight of all that and uh, maybe a little bit of history, some maybe some skits. Mm -hmm. uh, we've thought of some trampoline skits that'll be pretty funny to do and it, oh that's cool kind of like yeah. what junk tramp's been doing They've yeah been doing like, like the like funny junk, little junk, skits junk yeah. tramp's been killing it man. yeah uh what's what's like junk tramp them. junk tramp uh they 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 have a whole tramp wall set up uh and everything in their it's in their backyard right it, uh, yes, I, I've never actually been myself. Neither have I. I've been meaning to go. <laughs> a lot of circus just... people know of Junk Tramp, and uh, they're based in California. Uh, but yeah, they have like this whole setup. It looks like it's in their backyard, but they've become really popular. But basically, they're a team of really good Tramp Wall artists. Uh, but they're always making these funny skits and everything and posting mm. them on um, YouTube yeah, and, and they, TikTok. They do like and, the box game and yeah. uh, they oh, got like the beef going on with Jake and Garrett. They really, they, you know, they, they, they start their own drama good. with it's, everyone. Okay. Like if you go on to be on the team, you're going to have to like show us your stuff, you know, <laughs> stuff like it really feels like some Disney level like <laughs> uh, conflict I, I, going I on. I like the little, you know, the little plot they got going on there, man. I, I dig it. I dig it. That, that's that's good content it's you know? <laughs> good content i hope my my stuff can entertain like that but, but mine will mine will be like uh more like sh just showing an act in a mm -hmm. a high quality way i guess right. <laughs> trying to give exposure and it's, get exposure. it's, it's giving expo um kuma films is a youtube channel that pretty much does what i'm thinking about doing okay and um uh, they're, they're a pretty popular channel, but Kuma Films basically goes around, and they've done stuff like Sear Wheel, and it, they're they're a little more broad, but it's like they, they did one on weighted pencil spinning, and mm -hmm. the I forgot the name of the tops, but they show the accuracy of how people do the the string with the spin tops, and they can put it on oh, the fingertips oh, of their yeah. hands and mm. throw it onto the top of a hat. It's, uh -huh. you know, it's good stuff. It's <laughs> yeah. just crazy. But uh, they, they film it really well. It's It's really entertaining to watch, and it's... It's I, I just want to do something like that, but maybe more circus and okay. Um, 
there was a, a Greg and Ariel's uh, Chinese pole act. Uh -huh. they, they, it's like a beautiful Chinese pole act, and we were filming it. And that's kind of like where the idea maybe had started. Mm -hmm. And I used to do, like uh, when I was at Pirates, I was part of that show. And I would also come in sometimes on my day off and like film. And like, it was at first to like, you know, film for their demo reels so they could like, you know, use the footage and it'd be good footage to have. Right. But then it was like, I have all this footage, I might as well make a little montage, you know? Uh -huh. <laughs> and it was like, it was really cool. And I, no, I, I do that with Pirates, but I very first did it with Medieval Times. Okay. And I did that with Medieval Times. and that I was saw like that little, video. I remember that. Yeah. yeah it, was, <laughs> it was like a little vlog when I was uh, staying in Myrtlewood and like, we went, saw the show, I filmed it and I was still like, you know, learning cameras at the time. But right. it was like, like when I had all the, the fighting and stuff, it was like really cool, really high intensity mixed with the vlog. Mm -hmm. And that might have been the seed <laughs> that was planted. <laughs> but, you know, I just kept messing around with these, you know, little videos when we were on Russian swing and stuff uh -huh. like that. Mm -hmm. And we made a little Russian swing video and then like I have all these videos made and I was, eventually it's like I might as well just start a channel. Just right. doing these same things, but on YouTube now. And yeah. maybe a little better with me talking and being a talking head and stuff. Yeah, it's like since you're <laughs> right. getting the footage anyway and since you enjoy making the content, why not start yeah. a whole channel for it? Yeah, exactly. And, uh, man, I had... <laughs> this was definitely more on the ambitious side of things, but, mm -hmm. like, I had this whole idea for, like, to make a trailer, not an actual movie of the circus thing. And mm -hmm. like the, it was supposed to be very Black Mirror-esque because, uh, you know, technology's rapidly evolving. Yeah. yeah. And you have stuff like the, maybe like an advanced version of what Dave Matz does with the, the hologram stuff and it can copy the movements. But like, uh -huh. if you could imagine that for a circus where you're watching performers, but it's not performers, it's the, it's the projection, so they don't have to deal with the actual risk. Oh, but, oh yeah. I see. Okay, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, people kind of watch it for the actual risk of it as well. Right. You know, there's a factor to that. And, like, the main character was going to be, like, the only one who believes still in authentic, like... Like no, like, that does sound but. just like a Black Mirror episode. <laughs> it does, it really yeah. does. <laughs> like I could see that right now. Like the whole twist at the end is pulling back the yeah. curtain. There's projection of somebody well, doing a somersault. Say the twist at the end was gonna be they were doing a show, but he was actually gonna be out there for real. And oh, the oh, see, there you and go. He was, he was gonna get hurt for real, and it was supposed to be a shock to the audience that. You know, uh, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, shit, it's Charlie Charlie Booker. If you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, right here, right here. At, you know, season seven, episode one. Yeah, there no, you go. Austin Bradley is his name. Make it happen. So we were talking about this before we started the podcast, and we made all of us shut up about it so that we could talk about it on the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. But you were talking about uh, this. Do dopamine dopamine detox. Yeah, detox. Dopamine detox. detox. Yeah. Uh, Tell us about that. Oh, uh, man. It's, you know, it's, I, I just <laughs> sometimes like when I'm editing or I'm trying to learn something new, there's like, I don't know. It's like, I just can't focus on it. It kind of feels like a drag or something like that. For and sure. And it's not yeah. like, 
Because I actually I love filming, I love doing the edits, but there but you get distracted some, by there all are just the electronics. Where I just cannot sit myself yeah. down and edit, and mm-hmm. like, but it's kind of been like that for client side stuff too. And it's like, why do I keep waiting to a deadline mm-hmm. for that to be the motivating factor that gets? Me oh, edit? that's my biggest issue. Yeah. Is <laughs> I'll wait till the last minute. I'll put out good work during that last minute, yeah, but, but it's but the it's, point that I'll always wait until. You then. don't always like the procrastination, but it, it, you know, it's it's a little bit more than that because it would be like I would start a project mm-hmm. normally and this is for like personal stuff so normally when I would do a personal project mm-hmm. that I would start the edit and I'd be super motivated and it'd be like the the first part of the video is like really cool I'm doing all these cool effects and intros and then it'll progressively get lazier throughout the video like i'm not keeping that same energy because maybe the edit takes a little longer mm-hmm. or i thought to myself find something else like, that interests you well no or maybe like uh my i'll fix it in post attitude was a little oh, bit too see, much yeah. and it made the edit like a lot longer than it needed to be mm-hmm. um but it was anytime like i i bumped into like a kind of wall that project would go from like something i probably could have finished in five hours to like weeks because i would right. i would come back hit that wall maybe work at it a little bit and then go play video games and turn to other things and i didn't think much of it mm-hmm. and then i was like well you know let me look up how to get past that that block uh, writer's block or whatever yeah and then i just came across a dopamine detox that um i think it was on the universal man the that channel universal man that Mm -hmm, went mm -hmm. into pretty in depth with the dopamine detox and the reset ritual but it's basically you just take a day to get away from all the social media and the the video games and stuff the stuff that causes unnatural high levels of dopamine yeah Mm -hmm. that's essentially what the molecule of more whatever they call it Mm -hmm. and that's 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 where the happiness comes from and when it's sucked up by all the video games and you constantly on your phone and social media and stuff like that it your your level of dopamine to be stimulated is now up here and your work is now down here you're Mm -hmm. not getting any joy out of the work so you don't want to you just will naturally not want to do it and so Mm -hmm. like you have to give yourself some time away from that so the levels drop you it's basically just making yourself bored till the bored stuff is fun that's that's a super simple way of saying it Uh but like like there was a there were science experiments behind the stuff because people don't realize how strong it actually is and uh when you're when you're when they did this experiment they did it on rats and i'm gonna butcher the actual scientific (laughs) we do that all the time (laughs) they they put like uh i guess you'd say like an electrode or something on the the rat's brain Mm -hmm. and they put a button in the cage and when the rat would press the button it would give the rat a dopamine hit mm. and they were like okay well this rat would keep hitting the dopamine button you know he would do it over and over again until he was overstimulated and then you know uh, he'd rest but it, they started doing more with it like they put food on one end of the cage and then like the the dopamine mm-hmm. button on the other side and the rat would choose the dopamine button over the food and then they put the food on one side, the button on the other, and then they put a, a electrical mat, mm-hmm. and the rat would still crawl across the <laughs> to electrical get that mat, dopamine. you know, to go oh. hit the little nut button or the, <laughs> the, little, the little dopamine button. It's like a drug, yeah. 
And so it was like, you know, he was choosing that over food. And yeah. I guess the way it relates to to me, it was like, like I would know I needed to finish some edits for a client or something for business. But as soon as I occurred, it wouldn't even be like occurred a little problem. I would naturally just go to my dopamine button. So mm-hmm. that'd be social media. It'd be um, the video games. For that instant gratification. For instant yeah. gratification, yeah. And, mm. and it, that, that makes sense. And that stuff is... It's like it sounds like really small, you know. Yeah, but, but it's, I mean, it's, it all it's small things, though. though. Yeah, it's it's a little bigger than you think because it's 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 like unnaturally high, you know. Mm-hmm. And oh, so, no, like, right, if yeah. you find like, because people will let it get to a point where like it starts affecting you financially because you're playing the games a little too much. Like, mm-hmm. I used to be really bad when I was young because like. Uh, I had like a bad World of Warcraft phase, like, <laughs> like it was super bad. Like, <laughs> I feel like nobody like, has a good World of Warcraft phase. It's like right. it's like you're either in it or you're not. <laughs> like it was bad, man. It was like uh, these were easily ten plus hour sessions. Oh, easily, easily. I was the same way long. with things like The Sims or the Roller Coaster Tycoon games, SimCity, all those like built games but I the, was so into. Those are very low balled members. I was probably way worse. <laughs> <laughs> way worse. I'm being really generous right now. <laughs> oh, but like, man, it was. But yeah, like it, it. But you know, looking back, it was because you know I was just locked into it. Yeah, it was like dope, the dopamine lock. But it was the most fun yeah. I was having at the time, and that like stuff like that is really powerful. Mm-hmm. It, it's really powerful. And then when you do the dopamine detox, and it's like you have to make yourself bored. It's actually insanely hard not to want to like reach for your phone like oh i'm and sure. just have it turned off and like what do you do do you like lock it away or do you just you know, uh i just i just keep it off, it off but i i keep it around because there are some times where i'm like maybe there's that emergency yeah but, um it, it just stays off for the most part um i do check it around like one o'clock to mm-hmm. see if there's any serious calls or anything like that that came through because i just don't want to like have a client that like <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> like, yeah like nah man I'm on dopamine detox <laughs> can't get a hold of me but uh that I do I do check it but like during the dopamine detox you're just so bored you know like I I, I had prepped myself for it mm-hmm. I don't read ever so I was like I'll get a book and like, <laughs> you know, like on Sundays I'll make this a time to read right. <laughs> and uh i mean it's it's so far it's been working like i I slowly feel the motivation building i might have put the energy too much towards blender and learning Mm -hmm. 3d stuff right now versus the actual filming but it's still learning something it's still you've been working on that motion capture stuff yes yeah yeah that (laughs) (laughs) that thing's a whole so so doing it just one day a week though like yeah i mean it's been helping you you have to because for me, there's some deeper stuff that mm-hmm. are dopamine hits that I'm also trying to cut out. That's right. a little deeper than video games. Right. Yeah. But like it, it's the main idea behind it is that you have bad habits that are your dopamine locks. Mm-hmm. Like the the things that typically are your dopamine triggers are your, your habits, and so if you could just replace the the bad habits with good ones, yeah, then you would just naturally live a better life because your habits would be good. Oh, but man. the the easiest 
combination for doing this is to drop your dopamine and then you do a journal on what habits you're going to track mm. or and you just you just keep a journal of the the stuff you're trying to do less of so if it's like you suddenly binge video games and you didn't do what you needed to do that day like get your car registered or go grocery shopping or whatever you had to do didn't get done you just mm -hmm. journal that it's like why didn't i do that and it's i was too focused on the video games and it mm -hmm. sounds like stupidly simple mm -hmm. but keeping track of something like that just will make you holding yourself accountable start to yeah, see it's, 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 it's it's just being responsible but yeah. yeah you'll naturally want to do it more if you enjoy it a little more mm -hmm. and that's kind of the main principle behind it is just replacing your bad habits with good habits mm -hmm. and so like a lot of the time like i wake up and I go on like the meanest Facebook, just scrolling, <laughs> just get my daily intake of dank memes. Uh, you know first thing I do when I wake up is check my phone, man. It's the right. first it's thing like, I do. Uh, you know, it's yeah. like, like that's the first dopamine. <laughs> but you know, I've been replacing that because I've been I've been saying for the longest time, like I'm gonna stretch, I'm gonna yeah. get flexible, and I'm you know I'm gonna start working towards planche and I've, I've had these physical goals i've given myself mm -hmm. but i've been saying that like i looked back and i'm like oh my god it's been nine years <laughs> <laughs> i've been saying this for nine years <laughs> like it, it sounds it's, it's simple stuff like yeah just stretch just keep yourself accountable but like yeah. if you don't naturally want to do it then it it won't get done yeah so and oh another thing with the dopamine it's it's not an indicator of what you need to like because you'll know you need to work on your business and you'll want to work on your business but dopamine tells you this is what you want and there's right. no actual correlation between the two of what will make you happy mm -hmm. like you're just going to these things because the the dopamine takes you there but typically you'll feel bad afterwards right like like almost post nut clarity bad yeah. <laughs> like, no i mean like if it's no, it totally makes sense. I, I've talked a lot about this kind of stuff on the, the podcast in the past, but like I, I refer a lot of it to like one of, one of the things that I really struggle with as far as dopamine spikes, not only electronics in my phone, but I struggle with like pot, you know? Yeah. And, yeah, that's, that's and that's what I explain to a lot of people is, you know, the problem with things like the electronics or pot or really just anything that you get addicted to, whether it be cigarettes or what have you, is your body's natural response is when you accomplish something, Hey, here's some dopamine. Good job, man. You're doing good. But now when you're constantly replacing that stuff with like scrolling through TikTok or Facebook yeah. or smoking a blunt, you know, all of a sudden your brain's going, okay, well that was easier. Well, I, you know, I, I don't need to do mm -hmm. the other things now. I, I, I think it, it, it's not like these things are inherently bad, right? It's, no, not at it's all. It's not like with the dope. It's not like I'm saying like, yeah, video games is just, you just won't be able to focus. <laughs> yeah. It's like. But you, like have, if but you, you just have don't a keep it in check. It, though. If yeah, yeah, if you just don't keep it in check, because like like people like it was explained like you can use reading in an escapist way. True. You yeah. know, like like it's it's really anything that you it's used. Anything, it's more like how you use it in an escapist manner. Anything used to excess can be a bad thing. It yeah, always just goes with everything that thing. in moderation. Yeah, everything <laughs> yeah, in moderation. It's, it's but we we run in a society now where we're all about you know all or nothing. We're all about binging. We're all about yeah. getting all of our stuff all at once. All yeah. that dopamine at once. I, I would say yeah. like it's it's basically that, but it's just with a little more science behind it. Sure, it, it's it's basically saying. You just 
balance it out yeah. <laughs> like, like balance it out and just remind your body and, but like now like it's like now i'm like it. yes it's the dopamine i i, I knew it was something you know? it, it just gives me something to like <laughs> to see you know but no, i hate when sure. people say like oh well we didn't like used to have like people didn't used to have these issues and like all because like we talk a lot about like you know depression and stuff you know and that comes from you know this amount of dopamine you're constantly taking in right right um but we and people go oh well we never used to have this issue well we didn't have like the phones and everything we didn't have like all of these different uh outlets i would would say there's a little more when it comes to stuff like depression and Mm -hmm. stuff like that um because there's a there's a few more there's a a lot more factors that tie into stuff like that um but i feel like for for the most part Mm -hmm. at its base level um because it it it's it's like a compound effect mm-hmm. where you'll be like, I I know I really need to work on this, but I keep playing the video games and stuff like that. And I I think once you're at that level where you realize like, you you just can't focus on what you need to do because most most people do actually know what they have to do in the moment mm-hmm. to be pretty successful. Like most people know what they need to do. It's just the execution. They, they, they just can't. Well, they just can't act on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, well, I'm just, I'm just lazy. I just can't do. It. It's because your your dopamine's more tied towards your escape, whatever your escapist activity is, right? Rather than building, because that's what you you want the business you want to build, or you want to mm-hmm. be more successful in your job or whatever. But the 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 dopamine pulls are where your motivation is going, but you know that's not what's going to make you happy. You're going to keep playing it, and then you know in the back of your mind you're not working on what you need to, and it, you just, if you don't know how to take the proper steps to curve that, it's mm-hmm. it's going to keep doing it like, <laughs> yep. at yep. a point where you actually start to regret it a little bit in life. So I just... Mm-hmm. I just do these dopamine detox to get ahead of it because I could see how that could bring you to maybe a little bit of a you know depressed state mm-hmm. if uh, you you keep not working on what you know you need to do mm-hmm. versus just going back to your your dopamine triggers. But that's what that's why I brought that up just because like I I'm just speaking like from experience like I know from you know excess of those type of things and um you know you know like smoking too much weed for instance you know will you know eventually start sending you into a bit of a depression because you're just constantly having that dopamine intake. Oh, yeah. Um so I could definitely see how you know just doing that little detox just once even even just once a week could really help bring you out of that mindset and just help you I don't know. Help you compartmentalize things a little bit better. Yeah, because like I, like I'm still like new to it and stuff like that. I, I've just started it myself. This mm-hmm. is this has been my third detox day, mm-hmm. um, and there are some days where, you know, it's like you. I will say, like, the first day coming out, I'm like, oh, I've been tricked. I've been had. <laughs> you know, that, these things are designed to steal my dopamine. And <laughs> I'm just going to work on my business. And then, like, day four, I'm, like, burning out, you know. Like, right, right. It's like, I, it's, like I, you can't just switch it off, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but I do see gradual progress mm-hmm. towards um, 
in just three weeks i mean that's that's good and that you're already seeing progress yeah it's because like uh, i started keeping a journal like i'm only really tracking two things and it's like uh making sure that i journal (laughs) (laughs) and then uh, making sure i'm writing what i need to do on the whiteboard not if I actually do what's on the whiteboard at the moment, but, but just I'm, the act I'm of just, writing it down. I'm just yep. getting the habit, and and typically sometimes I don't finish everything at the end of the day. But mm-hmm. it's it, you'd be surprised how much it reminds me of stuff <laughs> during the day. It's, yeah, it's crazy how much it actually reminds me to like, uh, for instance, I wrote down this podcast, and like I just looked mm-hmm. over and was like, oh snap, yeah, we gotta go do that. <laughs> so it was like it. it, it it's it's really helpful for stuff that I, f- I feel just helps plan out your day and keeps mm-hmm. you on track a little more. Mm-hmm. And uh, I gave myself a few goals. I didn't want to just be aimless. So I told myself I was going to learn Blender within six months to a reasonable level. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was going to uh, do like a little short film thing. And nice. it's nothing crazy, just in my room by myself so <laughs> that, that helps to keep me on track with like learning new editing techniques and stuff so yeah yeah that's what that's, we were talking about just the other day is just yeah. starting to do like little things like that just to kind of you know grease the wheels sort of speak yeah. break up the monotony <laughs> yeah a little bit uh, oh i'm working on the youtube channel that yeah. was that was a big one i uh i do have a lot of cool stuff planned for yeah. the channel yeah. um so I'm excited to see what you got going because I know you're just in there cooking away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's more blender frustration right now. <laughs> but it's I, I do have some cool ideas jotted down and like oh like uh, Dave Matt's got the warehouse set up mm-hmm. and that that thing's huge. <laughs> All right, I, went, I went inside of it the other day and I was like, oh man, if we set up like some green screens here and like. Uh, <clears throat> how big is it Oof, i'm not good with terms like this <laughs> <laughs> it's big right? I don't know, is there like airplane hanger like airplane hanger uh, or is it more like a house i mean you is it like a big house no it, like it's the size it, of a big house uh, <laughs> it's big it's, it's big it's really big, big. <laughs> it's huge <laughs> i <laughs> You know, what do you, you what do you was, that's okay. When he was listening those off, Austin, I just saw your brain just like, uh, like you didn't even know what to do. He's like, oh, I'm telling you, square feet and all that. I'm, yeah, it's an acre. Huh? It's something like that. No, it's not. Oh my gosh, I'm always like that with distances. Every time somebody's like, it's three miles, I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck that yeah, means. Yeah, like, well, that I know. Like, three miles, but when it's like, yeah, the house is so many square feet, I'm like, <laughs> like I, I have no <laughs> is, that, is that a lot? <laughs> it's like this, like this. <laughs> so, uh, so. So t- t- tell me what Blender is, because I've heard of Blender before, but it's just, it's a 3D animation software, right? Yeah, so I mean, I just jumped into that one because it was free, mm-hmm. um, but it, it does a lot of amazing things that a lot of high-end 3D software can do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I'm gonna mainly use it for world building and a little bit of VFX. But you can do like modeling, you can do animation, you can mm-hmm. do um, 
uh, you can do a lot, right? It's, right. It's it's a uh, it's a video editor a little bit. It's a compositor. Um, you can like run it crazy simulations in there. Uh, that's what I like for me. I saw a dance video AICP I think it is mm-hmm. is this the one up. you showed me earlier? yeah yeah um, we'll, we'll put a link in the description guys but it's a AICP dance video and it's basically uh, motion capture data that they put over these models and then they take that data put it in whatever 3d software suite they used mm-hmm. and like you could turn it into like the chocolate a person's made of chocolate dancing or they're just made of hair or they're made of small little particle marbles. This is the mocap stuff, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's mocap. Like, that's one use of it. Gotcha. Um, Ian Hubert. So he uh, he's the one that mainly inspired me to learn it mm-hmm. because he does a lot of the world building with the green screen stuff. And the way I want to use Blender is exactly how he uses it, but for like an act. So one of the cool things that I was trying to go for was that we could use Dave Matt's studio, light it a certain way, and then we would use the green screen footage of like a Sear act, for instance, but we could mm-hmm. put it in a sci-fi city on the top of a building or something like that. Oh, interesting. Because that's not something you'd be able to see right? You know, um, yeah. really anywhere else or on a circus, any other channel I have. I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. like... Uh, same with the AICP dance video. I'd like to do that, but it's circus stuff or tricking or mm-hmm. a little bit of parkour, but now we have the, the motion capture stuff. Right. Um, and right now I'm using a little Connect, uh, and then uh, I'm using Greckle for the software to match up that motion capture, and then that'll send the BVH file to a Blender. Okay. And then, so there it's, it's, like a, it's like a pretty easy pipeline to send that kind of stuff. and. The only wall I'm running into right now is actually rendering these things because it takes an extremely long time yeah. to render these kind of simulations. So now I'm looking at sending it off to like one of those render farms where they have just servers of GPUs to renders people. Those exist? Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, they do. <laughs> so, That's yeah. fantastic. I was just going to, you know, crank up, <laughs> crank up all my vertices and all that and just send the highest quality thing i can right. it'll cost more but yeah like how much <laughs> would that would that send you back <clears throat> the, it it depends so like you can pay I, I think it's like 30 cents anywhere between 30 to 50 cents a gpu mm-hmm. and another 30 30 to 50 cents per gpu per hour so you you can do like one super good gpu and just however long that one takes it's like Sure, or you can get like 10 to run, you know, yeah. and then however many that takes. But that can build up a little quick, especially if it's like 50 cents a GPU per hour. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking at an eight-hour render, I mean, do the math on that. Yeah. <laughs> using eight GPUs and it takes eight hours, that'll, oof, <laughs> that can build up. <laughs> yeah, I, that blows my mind. I, I mean, it makes sense that these like render farms would exist, but I just I just never knew they did. Oh yeah, I'm not, I didn't even know it existed until I started using Blender. Okay. <laughs> That's probably the only reason they use. Yeah, it. going on forums, and people are like, no, 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 man, don't try to render it yourself. <laughs> when I was uh, when I was younger, I was really into computer animation, and my dad actually once when I was younger got me the. Have you heard of Maya? 
the Maya yes, computer animating software. Yeah. So I got that when I was like 13, 14 years old. Oh, okay. It was trying to fuck around with this. But I mean, I lost interest really quick because a lot of it was just way over my yeah. head. Like I will say, <laughs> but, like, like uh, I've been learning After Effects pretty in-depth as well. I have to start with After Effects. That's <laughs> one for me. For years, I've been like, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. I've yet to <laughs> yeah, do man, it. Yeah, man, get rid of dopamine Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but in After Effects, there's this dude, Chris Connor. Mm-hmm. I uh, like it. He he's heavy into like the the Star Wars and anime, super anime dude. Sounds like a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Taku Unite. But, uh, he's he's super anime guy, and uh, he does a lot of like these really nice green <gasps> screen effects and mm-hmm. black screen stuff. But he's doing it with like a Canon seventy D, and I'm like. Like, how is his stuff looking this clean, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I've tried to do some green screen, green screen keying myself, and it's really tough. I have an 8-bit camera, a whole bunch of other technical reasons as far as space that I can't pull off a good green screen. Right. But this guy's doing this stuff in his room with a Canon 70D. Yeah, that's, that's pretty impressive. You know? And it's, like, if you, I'd have to show you probably after this podcast, but... Mm-hmm. The, the the stuff he's doing is some top notch stuff for what he's got and he's just so good in after effects so i've really been studying his channel and uh trying to pull off these effects for myself because if i can do these same effects but like something like dave matt's studio where suddenly we have a huge amount to lay like a 25 foot long black screen mm-hmm. that that's suddenly going to be able to be pulled off on a massive scale to be used for a teeterboard act or something like that. Right. Oh. So you could apply a lot of the same concepts from his channel mm-hmm. and just scale it up for circus. And that that's also what I'm looking for with this channel. Okay. Um, but after, but back to the main point. After effects <laughs> in itself. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> after You're effects going in its, here all the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, after effects in itself was. R- relatively easy to learn uh it's it's somewhat complicated like you do got to put some time into it yeah i've I've dipped my toes into it like once or twice but like i said it's just sometimes it's like just all at once once it it gets pretty technical once you're doing like those higher level compositing and you yeah want to learn how to do expressions and whatever Mm -hmm. uh but that's 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 tiny. Blender. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. When you get to oh, Blender. Word. Yeah. That thing. <laughs> well, I, that, I was going to actually ask you about Blender because I remember with Maya, like one of the, uh, b- before there were YouTube tutorials I could follow, you know, it came with this giant tutorial book that I could follow. Oh, yeah. And I remember one of the first lessons on there was, we're going to make a gazebo. You know, <laughs> we're just going to make a nice looking 3D gazebo, right? You know, pretty trees. And... <clears throat> And I just remember like spending hours and hours and like, go to this drop down. Now you're going to want to twist it 30 degrees this way on the X axis while adding plus two on the Z axis, but not while doing <laughs> And I'm just like, am I like 13 year old brain is like, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck is yeah. going on? <laughs> a lot, you know, so, so like, is Blender similar to that or is Blender more like, hey, I want a sphere. Now make I, the sphere bounce, you know? Well, it, it's kind of like that. I would I would say it's pretty intuitive. It's. It's a lot more beginner friendly. They've cleaned up their UI a lot. Oh, that's nice. Um, Cause I, I've I've downloaded it once before and instantly left. Mm-hmm. I've downloaded oh, Blender wow. before once and I've downloaded uh, Cinema 4D. Um, 
because I used to use them because I used to make three titles back in the day when I had mm -hmm. a little parkour channel. And I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 and, uh, like I, I was learning it just to render the titles. And then like, yeah. at least with like Cinema 4D, it's like you hop in and it's like, oh, those are the letters I can. OK, I can change it up there. And then I just have to render it. It's pretty simple. Right. For the most part. That's <laughs> all I did. Right. Cinema 4D is immensely complicated as well. Up there, it's another three software credible potential even more so than blender i think right now mm, okay. but blender is always updating and cinema developing. 4d um but oh where was i going with this <laughs> you talk uh, about the the simplicity of blender there we go the <laughs> simplicity of blender they cleaned up the ui um but the tutorials in itself mm -hmm. like before when i tried to learn it there mm -hmm. There were tutorials, but I feel like they're boring, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Uh, I mean, is there such a thing lot, as an exciting tutorial? A, a lot of the time these days, like, you can <laughs> instant gratification, but it's, it's, it's good. It's in a good way, right? Because right. I, I can go into Blender and I'm like, I see that AICP video, right? Mm -hmm. And so in my head, I'm like, that's some kind of mocap. So I'm like, how to do mocap cheap and it's like oh get an xbox connect get oh, the adapter yeah, yeah, pick yeah. it up get this software that's free and i'm like oh my god that was it and mm -hmm. then once you actually have it you can you start learning more in depth about it and what you can actually do and the implications and you, you start learning about how certain softwares like uh remove the jittery stutter and mocap and stuff mm -hmm. like that so you can have accurate motion and how you have to keyframe some of the motions that get messed up, which is a gnarly process. <laughs> but, uh, then you, I immediately, like I learned the mocap, right? So uh -huh. now I'm, I'm like, okay, how, like, I think the hardest part in it was finding the terminology to look <laughs> oh, up, for, you know? Oh yeah, for <laughs> sure. I have that issue all I'm the like, time. And so like, I was like, blender, dance tutorial maybe something <laughs> will come up for the AICP video you know yeah and it's like I couldn't really find much and it's like well I see the the hair movement I think that's a simulation rant so blender dance simulation boom I got like three YouTube tutorials on how to basically do like three of those effects in that huh. video and it's like well I have the mocap data I have blender for free I have three tutorials that showed me how to do it they're a little long but if I follow these I get something that might not be as good, but close to that result. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, and then you just like build you, on you're that, streamlining yeah. this learning process by doing stuff like that. And for me, mm -hmm. when I'm like, I'm, I'm so like into it because I'm like, oh my God, I could easily do something like this for circus, like for mm -hmm. tricking or for parkour or something like that. Mm -hmm. So once I saw how I could implement it, it was like with the tutorials, showing that they could provide something like this it's really yeah. straightforward versus if it was back in the day when i was trying this and it's <laughs> yeah, like a lot different you just, you just kind of have to learn it like here are your basic controls it does this 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 now play like, with it until you do something yeah it's yeah. like but this shows you how to get a creative result and mm -hmm. on the you learn a ton along the way because as right now uh it's on blender like 2.8 and blender 7.9 i think it was is what most other tutorials on youtube i find are still on mm. and so when i want to learn how to do something cool but it 
the UI is different, you know? Yeah, I have, <laughs> so I have like, that issue with like, like I Avid. To, I have to go back and like Google how to get this effect on a form or something. Yes. And I have to come back and <sighs> redo the tutorial and then continue where I left off. But now mm. when I did that method, it changed something. And then I have to like uh, make that correlation. <laughs> like that, that's how you, that's how you learn a ton. Oh, I know program, it well. You know? I used to use um, I use Adobe Premiere Pro now, but I used to use um, Avid Media Composer for yeah. years and years and years. And the only reason I don't use it right now is because their software is not compatible with my laptop. Mm. So and I couldn't wait, you know, for them yeah. to get their shit together and update yeah. it. So I just got Premiere, and now that's all I use. <laughs> but I had the same issue with Avid was notorious for every version they came out with. They like, like not changed the way the the UI looked per se, but where everything was and the way the buttons looked and stuff like that was all different and they put things in different tabs. So it's like every time you upgrade it, you had to like, okay, now I have to learn all of this stuff. And then when I was trying to find tutorials and how to edit things certain ways, I'm using Avid 7, all the tutorials for that particular thing are for Avid 4. So you have three different interface <laughs> yeah, differences that. that you have to jump through now to try to figure out that just like you, it's like, now you're going on the forum, but then you don't know what the names of things are. So you're yeah. like, like little purple button <laughs> in lower right hand corner does this when I press oh, it. Play. That's what it <laughs> yeah. is. Thank yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I know that feel all too well. Of editing. But be, yeah, you gotta be careful with Premiere Pro too, man. Cause, uh, they they're on the you know adobe cc creative cloud and yeah. subscri subscription based and they are notorious for when they upgrade to a new version mm -hmm. it's gonna start crashing right <laughs> like, is it like yeah. you gotta save often when you're working on something but but honestly at this point you know i've been doing this stuff on and off for you know like 10 plus years now and it's like well, one thing i've learned is all the software does that it doesn't matter where you go like if you're not if you if the <laughs> premiere pro is crashing all the time avid's not compatible with your laptop so it's just, <laughs> so it's like what, whatever you know they all have their things and shit like that one thing i do appreciate about premiere though is if i have an issue with premiere or anything with adobe for that matter i can write to adobe email them or call them or whatnot and i'll, I'll get somebody who's you know speaks english from the states here you know <laughs> talking to me on the other side whereas like avid all of their stuff is allocated to India. So, you know, you're talking to somebody with an Indian accent trying to tell you that their name's Chris or Jeff, you know, and they're, and they're trying to take over your computer and don't know what the heck is going on and stuff, you know, and then like the issue I'm having right now with Avid is I, I play a yearly subscription to Avid. And so I'm every month they're taking money out of my account and I still can't use yeah, it. That, that's my you know? Premiere Pro. It's like, you're, you're making a ton from the subscription stuff. <sighs> At the very minimum, just give us a stable update. Yes. That's all I ask. That, that's why <laughs> that's I, 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 I understand the benefits of having everything in the cloud, you know, when it, cause we're getting to that point now where you don't own software anymore. You just, you know, you pay the subscriptions yeah, for it. That's a scary road. But yeah, it, exactly. <laughs> it's a scary road and it makes things frustrating because when I would just buy software, you know, it didn't matter how old it was. I knew that as long as it existed on this computer with these specs, I would wasn't ever going to have issues with it. Yeah, but now, some. just as you said, you know, when everything upgrades and stuff, things, so the left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing. There was some times where I wouldn't have connection to my laptop and I would go to 
use Premiere Pro, mm -hmm. and it was asking me to log in, but it couldn't make a connection to Ugh. do its verification process. Yeah, know? so it put me on a trial version. <clears throat> oh, I was like gosh. on tour, and I'm like, oh my goodness, till I can get an <laughs> internet connection. Uh, Seeing it's stuff like that that gets frustrating, yeah, and I mean, super annoying. I I think it'll reach ahead. I think at some point people are gonna get you know when everything is in the cloud because right now there's a couple of holding on, but did when you see everything's what in the cloud. Stadia did? Or not Google Stadia, but Google released. <laughs> uh, it was I think it yeah, was Stadia. Called, they're, they're video yeah, Google games Stadia, thing, right? Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was yeah the that. gaming through the Chromecast. Yeah, and you would purchase games and you wouldn't download it to the Chromecast, but you it would was just play it all cloud. Yeah, yeah it would all be. Uh, yeah, in the I'm like with Steam. At least I downloaded the game. Yeah, so yeah. That account. was my thoughts exactly. Like it's on my computer, but it's like. I'm pretty sure they're about to kill this thing off already. You know? I, yeah. was, I was actually <laughs> just going to ask you, like, I haven't heard anything, anything about, about it about since it, it came right? out. You know, they got a, a thing called uh, Google Graveyard uh -huh. where you can search <laughs> and see all the stuff that they've killed off over the past. Really? Yeah. Probably glasses yeah, plus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stadia will be in there now. <laughs> like, yeah, man, welcome to the club. Oh, poor <laughs> Google. They keep trying and trying. The only successful thing they've really had, like, like separate entity thing they've had was the phones. Yeah. They've even gotten some, you know, little success with, but, oh, the but everything yeah. they come I mean, out with. but like Google owns Android, so. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, are, do they really yeah. need to win in the phone market? Yeah, but they, 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 I feel like yeah. they really want to have like their, you know, their iPhone. I feel like they I, I think the just the Google phone market phone. in general is really profitable. You got a lot of mid-tier companies competing. Uh, yeah. A lot of companies coming up, like OnePlus is coming up. I don't know how many people actually know about OnePlus. I don't know about OnePlus. I only learned about OnePlus through you guys when yeah, we were at so Pirates. Like, I, I'm still on the OnePlus 6 here. And, uh, oh, is that, is that what phone you, you have? Is yeah, it OnePlus? Yeah. Okay. OnePlus. So is that a company that just makes smartphones or they're like an actual phone? Uh, OnePlus, I think, only makes smartphones. Don't quote me on right. that. I'm not entirely but sure. I, but. I, let me rephrase that. Like, do they have phone plans or is it just like they just oh, they, make phones? They, they, I'm pretty sure they just manufacture the phones. They, oh, gotcha. they, they're they working with T-Mobile in America, which okay. is the only carrier I think you can get a OnePlus phone through. But uh, they like they came up from mid-tier. Now you got companies like Xiaomi, mm -hmm. um, I think Redmi. Like Redmi came out with a K20 Pro, something like that. Mm. Like these are cheaper phones. Uh, like it's crazy because a lot of people will buy like the Samsung S20 or the newest iPhone or something. Yeah. But if you like search for a lot of these mid-tier brands, you can get some really crazy good deals for like three, four hundred bucks that are in those thousand dollar phones. Like you could have the 108 megapixel camera with the Snapdragon with 865 phone, yeah. and 12 gigs of RAM and this $400 body. But people are like, they really just only know about those brands. But yeah. yeah. The people like what they're familiar with. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's, I think it's also a hassle aspect too, because I mean, I mean, you, you could take somebody's word for, you know, like a phone, like one plus, but a lot of people, they're going to search, you know, and find like 500 different companies that make, you know, these phones and yeah. then nobody wants to go through all of those. I'm like, Hey, what's the specs for this one? What's the specs there's, for this one? There's cause I, I'm, I'm, I kind of stay in it myself still. Uh huh. But there's like, a, it's like a whole network of YouTubers that are always constantly reporting on the newest phones and stuff that comes out because there's some pretty cool gaming phones that people don't know about. Oh yeah, there's there's one guy I follow. I can't remember his last name, but his first name's Michael. 
I know, uh, but he does. He does a lot. He's, he's like yeah, probably one of the more infamous about. reviewers. He used to be a dude with pocket now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they they constantly do stuff like that. So if you just follow one of them, mm-hmm. the most popular one is either Unbox Therapy or MKBHD. Mm-hmm. Like you could follow those two and be pretty okay on what's coming out. And they're pretty easy to watch. You don't have to be like super technical to, you know. Yeah, that's a good like idea. That. I, I, it's funny. There are so many times I Google things and then I just forget YouTube exists. And I could be <laughs> like, oh, YouTube, how do you do this? And yeah. I'll get pictures. Well, with typically, because <laughs> Google owns YouTube, is right. if yeah. you Google something, there'll be a few YouTube. Videos. Oh yeah, yeah. So, yeah some, sometimes I'll get that. Yeah. Sometimes I'll get that. But I like to word things in a very obnoxious way too. Sometimes on Google. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a video where they had how people Google stuff, but it was like, it was like in person. I like saw a, that. There's a guy a named Google like yeah, sitting at a yeah, desk. And yeah. People are reading him the and questions. And the guy walks in and goes like, like porn. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, or like, am I dying? Backs hurt, can't eat. People ask questions like they do on Google. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll have to show you the video after the podcast. It's pretty funny. I'm pretty sure you've seen it too. I think you know what we're oh, talking man, about. Oh, man, you haven't seen that? I don't oh, think I that's have. that's some quality stuff. Stuff, stuff. <laughs> just yeah just like just infamous things that people have like googled the things and like i mean i do it too where people just forget you know their like prepositions between words and stuff you know it's like box big can't carry why <laughs> Bro, i feel like that's how it searches you know just get your keywords in Those and like keywords, it sometimes yeah. comes up in like the middle of a sentence in a forum and i'm like this guy knows exactly <laughs> find that form <laughs> that'll happen to be so so I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bit of a hypochondriac. And so anytime something's wrong with me, I'm just like Googling all of you know my <laughs> symptoms and stuff like that. And I'll, you know, I'll type in Google searches like that. And I'll do that. Like, you know, like mole big on back. Why? <laughs> Cancer? Question mark. And, okay, and I'll always like see, find wanna, people. Yeah. And I'll like always. There's like a level with Google. Oh, for <laughs> sure. You yeah. Kinda, you don't want to Google your full symptoms because you might think you're dying. <laughs> oh, <laughs> trust me. Regardless what symptoms you type in, there, you're going to think you're I, dying. I like, to, I like to do mine a little easier. <laughs> It'll ease me into what I probably actually have. <laughs> but if I start with what I actually have, <laughs> then it just moves its way. <laughs> like you just be like, um, flu symptoms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's testicle cancer. That's gone on for too long. <laughs> but, but that's exactly what would happen to me is I would Google things that way. And then like, you know, I have to get, I feel like I have to get more creative with the way I'm typing things in things. And I know I can find my other fellow hypochondriacs because then I'll find somebody who like works in something the exact same way that I did. So they're the first thing that comes up. It's like, oh, there was somebody else who typed in, you know, mole, big, back, cancer, question mark. Bro, you know? it's, it's crazy. I don't know how many people... Though I don't know how many people that type in the forums know how much they save people like me oh, <laughs> don't actually ever contribute to the forums. <laughs> like For I'm like sure. reading the thread like like a lot of times I'll have a computer problem and I'll type it in and it's it's someone that's in that thread that has that problem and I'm like, Oh my god, thank God this guy saved my life <laughs> and then the people who are actually contributing <laughs> to that forum. Right. I don't think those people know how much they actually help people, dude. <laughs> like, oh, no, yeah, that's so a, much. that is a good point. You're right. There I mean I don't even think I've ever contributed to any forum. But... Bro, so, like, if you probably typed a question on Google at some point 
and in a form or something, you might have helped way more people than you know. That's right. true. You're right. Yeah, I've, I personally <laughs> have gotten so much help from those, especially in college. Dude, <laughs> that's that roundabout contribution. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's right. <laughs> But yeah, there's, there's, uh, yeah, I always get so excited when I go on those forums. I'm like, oh my god, this guy has the same issue that I have, or I'm just <laughs> like, oh, I'm not the only one. Thank God, you know, it's, especially when it comes to things like editing and stuff. Because there'll be so many times I'm working on some of these pieces of software, and I'm just like, am I a fucking idiot? Like, why isn't this working? No, why isn't it's, this? It's important? crazy how many people, especially like, because a lot of editors, I think even at a professional level, mm -hmm. still go to YouTube a lot of the times oh, yeah. <laughs> to learn how to do a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like it's like, oh, there's you, a lot of moving like, I don't parts. know, like the, the thought comes that like, oh, they're, they're, uh, you know, professionals. And it's like, nah, we still got a YouTube everything. <laughs> <laughs> like, we just Anyone you think stuff. has like it all together, <laughs> they too, they're, they're Googling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like those, those after effects and, Premiere Pro accounts that are tutorials, man. They be saving lives <laughs> all the time. Saving oh, all lives. the time. <laughs> yeah, thank God those YouTubers exist. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Like it, it's helped enormously with how fast we can learn stuff, and I feel like it's better now than ever to jump into like filmmaking. Oh yeah, like, the market's just saturated with a lot of cameras. Oh yeah, and can... there's so many openings now. Like, yeah, you could... you can go in through YouTube or Instagram or yeah. You know. So so many people <clears throat> blow up from their short films. They don't got to go to film festivals or anything no. like that. They just blow well, up making good stuff. I have this I have this prediction that I've made before, and that is that you know I mean aside from you know some of the major careers like health and like engineers and things like that, I mean for the most part you're either going to be a celebrity or working for one. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just that's kind of the point we're getting at. I feel like with just everybody, I mean everybody's nah. kind of fighting for this, I, you know, for being the content king almost. Well, yeah, well, I, there's really. just that's, in that community though, but yeah, uh, that that's in one area. I think if you don't make it in the content creation, mm -hmm. whether it's through the the Twitch, the YouTube, or the mm -hmm. Instagram, uh, what do they call them? Uh, What's the word I'm looking influencer? for? Influencer? Influencer. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> I was thinking Instagram social media influencer. <laughs> but uh, there, there's tons of other markets that are making money. Like if you're in app development, mm -hmm. you can oh, easily be your yeah. own boss. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, uh, I definitely agree with you in the sense where it's like we'll all be revolving around this community. Like even if you're yeah, that's a good even if you're it. a garbage man, you mean it's gonna be so easy for you to be like, hey, what's up, um, my fans out there? I'm taking out the garbage. You you know you see it with Walmart. Workers. Like there's going see, like there's going to yeah. be celebrities for every niche. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, that's what I mean. It's like if if you like if you like garbage men or you're interested, you have like some fascination. You know you're gonna watch that garbage man's channel. You know stuff like that. But you're how gonna big be just, is that? target audience really well, well i mean well, that's but, what i'm saying but just like what and i, I mean it's not but, a big audience but there might be an audience <laughs> yes. yeah that's Maybe. what i think that's I, what i'm saying like every niche i, I will say you know? i came 
I came across some videos that was like this dude who just knew how to detail a car really well. Yeah. And he would bring in these ultra dirty cars. And I'm, I'm not going to lie, some satisfying stuff to watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude's got like 900K subscribers. And oh, yeah. I saw well, him get it, famous dude. on YouTube. Simply, he works at Walmart and he would do like videos on his breaks of just dumb crap that happened at, at his Walmart. See, now and that, then he so became that's, famous that way. So that's what I'm talking about. So, like, even in the sense of like the garbage man, like, uh, analogy that he was using earlier it's like but you'll have garbage men around the country you know who like who are old spending their time when they get home on youtube or the internet or something and there's that guy you know it's and i guarantee you that guy will be making money in some way shape or form just like how i guarantee there's a lot of walmart employees out there who follow this guy and are able to relate to this guy they relate to how many you're gonna blow up really well they'll blow up within that community i mean they're not gonna be like rich and famous by any means but i mean like but But everyone will have have their fan base yeah and 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 with social media i'm gonna have to see that one play out a little more for sure i mean i mean clearly uh i mean it's it's a long way off from that becoming that but i mean imagine you know a world where we do have like uh that technology you know where it's in your eye now like like the black mirror crap where you can yeah. just film something upload i'll never immediately never. but i'm saying imagine <laughs> you we'll know, be the old people where the kids are like you guys are so old you guys have to like get with society i'm like no right, not in my day like, hey, yeah. uh, <laughs> i mean it won't be in our lifetime like 20 but. years i'm gonna be like having trouble and they're like look we can fix that dude just put a chip like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> but i mean that's why you gotta love you tell me shows I like black mirror <laughs> black mirror sits you. there and asks those questions because yeah. what if <laughs> <laughs> but no i i i think that's i think that's where we're going i think there's going to be uh especially as things get more automated and stuff like that oh, yeah. i mean i think we're gonna get to a point to where it It'll be weird because it won't be celebrities anymore because I, I feel like celebra- the term celebrity will become so saturated no, with how easy yeah. it is to get clout <laughs> anymore. Influences. Yeah, influences. <laughs> exactly. Mean, yeah, you know? yeah. influences. Ce- celebrities, like the term celebrity is going to be saved for like the gods, you know, but uh, <laughs> the Kardashians no. of the world. Negative. <laughs> this, is, this has already been flipping. I'm seeing more celebrities making YouTube channels now. I guess that's true. Because You're I'm, right. I'm seeing, I'm seeing Will Smith got a channel that's blowing up. Uh, yeah. Ooh, Kevin. Uh, Kevin Hart? No. Oh, Kevin. Uh, fuck. The one we were watching. The sound yeah, the guy. sound guy. Yeah. Kevin. Oh, James. Kevin, Kevin James. James. Kevin, James. Kevin James. He got a YouTube channel. Doing, they're all loving like things like Netflix and YouTube because they don't have to go through like the studios and crap to put up their content. Oh, yeah. Those, yeah. those are blowing up. Yeah. Oh, man. That, all those companies are killing it right now during mm-hmm. the quarantine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big time. It. And uh, it, it's crazy. Like Netflix and because like right now i feel like just the the way society is going it's like more entertainment driven now than like it's ever been you know yeah mm-hmm. and like it's i i was looking at a youtube video on the chart and like for a while like the most profitable top five companies were all oil companies mm. and like now it's changed over to apple facebook uh microsoft all was tech like companies yeah. microsoft was huge up there like yeah. i didn't even realize they had it like that then, <laughs> <laughs> but like it was it was all the oil companies like that's no longer the most profitable and like what's most profitable is your your data these days like yeah. like the, they say data is the new oil you know yeah, and it's like I everything's it. always trying to track a cookie on you 
everything's always trying to uh make the ads relevant to you like mm-hmm. they're, they're they're tracking where you're scrolling Ooh, I think it's <laughs> <laughs> just keep the camera there. <laughs> the camera going down, boy. <laughs> but uh, but yes, they're they're tracking everything you're doing. Uh, I think Amazon like molds your shopping habits <laughs> to keep that placing product. Yeah. Like, like like any data that they can get and keep on you is like super valuable. Yeah. So like that, that's the new commodity right now. And then you got uh, what was. Uh, Cambridge Analytica, I think it was, mm-hmm. that they were found was working with Facebook. Oh, yeah. And yep. they were leaking a ton of people's data oh, <laughs> to this company, you know. <clears throat> and it's... I don't, I don't know how I feel about that, though. Because, like, on one end, I understand people getting angry about their data being handed out or sold to these other companies. But at the same time, I feel like, at least this pertains to me, I feel like this pertains to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I've signed up for a lot of things. I've had to put my email and a lot of different things over the years. Think, uh, you know, 98% of them I'm going to argue I don't even use anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I so it's, it's like, a... like what, what's wrong with people giving out your, your data? Because <clears throat> at this point, people are giving privacy, out anyway. Because... But you, you kind of give that up, I feel like, the second you sign up for a Gmail or a Facebook. You know what with I mean? With your privacy? Well, I Why mean, would... but your data is all being collected, though, I feel uh, like. I feel you like know? it's a little invasive if it's, uh, it's, not if so it's much like about a social media company. Selling it. I feel like it's a little invasive if it's something like a, a social media company. Because, like, let's say your daughter or something mm-hmm. has a social media and they see her habits and they're collecting data on your daughter and... They they target her with toys or maybe stuff that you they know she'll like. Right. And it them just being able to know everything or what they want to know about her about me. Same thing with Google tracking the location. I mm-hmm. feel like these things happen gradually. Right. You know, and they, they ask a little more and a little more and then you get stuff that it's like boom, it suddenly mm-hmm. someone hacks it or suddenly someone gets access to your data that can be it's used about for the wrong reason. them pushing mm-hmm. it to a point to uh, you know where someone's gonna finally like use it for the wrong reason i just yeah. i and just i just feel like you're already like signing up for any of these social media I mean, sites are at, already at, at high risk this for point that. in our lives mm-hmm. it's kind of already too late they they know a lot <laughs> Yeah, I mean, right. like it's. Like, I feel it's like, like it's. For us, I feel like it's for... universally known that your phone's listening to you, but yeah, like people are just kind of like whatever about it. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah, it's like fuck it, like <laughs> ignorance like is listening bliss. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, but but that's what. But that's exactly what I mean. You know, I mean, maybe it maybe it'll be better for future generations. You know, but maybe it's just I, I too mean, late like for it, us, it but... shouldn't be okay. I, right. I don't think it should be okay. Right, that they're listening like this, but it. There's such a feeling of like, well, what can I like do? What, yeah, yeah, I think that's what. Yeah, yeah, I think that's yeah, more of what I'm saying. I think if you is, just like fully give into it, I, I, that might steamroll into something uh, or not. You're right. It's about you're it's right. about not giving them complete, <laughs> just not giving it up. You know, but I mean, like, they're it's gradually, about the principle. They're gonna gradually do it anyway. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's 
it's a that's a scary thing to think about. <laughs> I guess and I guess I'm you, just more in the the mindset of like just like yeah, they're gonna do it I anyway. What the fuck ever? You're like bring it on, man. <laughs> yeah. but I'm telling you, if we get to where Thomas is at and we got the things in the eyes, <laughs> I gotta watch a 30 second ad before I can fall asleep. You know. <laughs> Speaking of which, which so uh, I've I've seen more and more of these like testing videos with them putting like these chips in people. Now yeah, this. they had the the employee office and they're putting the chips. Mm-hmm. And, and, I'm, and they're like, look, I can get a Coke from the vending machine just by scanning my uh, arm. Bro, I'm, I'm going to go a little bit conspiracy theory. but Dude, I, by I all means. Like, I feel like they're doing it on purpose. Oh, for <laughs> sure. Yeah, like, it's not even bro, conspiracy yeah. at this bro, point. I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, you're doing it on purpose because you know people who are super hard with, you know, uh, super hard Christians and really mm-hmm. any religion. You don't even got to be religious yeah. <laughs> to be like, I'm not taking that, you know? Yeah. But like, yeah. even more so, it's like they're playing into the 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 chip thing and mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, you got to get chips and it's like riling everybody up. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, damn well nobody getting that shit. <laughs> just from Nobody's the stigma. Just from the stigma them. of it. You, you know, oh, damn my word. well nobody I don't know. A lot of people today are willing to do things in the name of whatever, you know, cause they're fighting for. And if somebody tries to to you know coat that in a thing of like it's for safety reasons i yeah, see a lot no. of people being like whatever let's just get the chip it's, <laughs> everyone will be safer <laughs> negative i i feel like that is so a line that track. they are not ready to cross right <laughs> <laughs> i i'm in agreement with you I just, but i know some people out there would be like oh it's gonna keep everyone safe you know what Put four of them in me. Let's do this. Holy smokes. <laughs> Holy smokes, though. <laughs> then you got stuff uh, like, what was it? Uh, Equifax. That guy. Oh, yeah. That got mm-hmm. the breach. And it was like 180 million like Americans yep. that had their credits stuff just out just, into the wind. Hello, world. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, bro, you never know when these hackers are going to hit. You know Don't, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, we all get in this chip and then... And it seems like everyone I, gets hit eventually too. So why why would the chips get hit eventually? Right, I'm talking anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like like why would you put that on yourself? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like even if it was like a little RFID chip that just read data on whether you were, I don't know, vaccinated or not, or maybe it's got a little code on the RFID that lets you buy some chips for the vending machine. <laughs> like like is that all? Is that all? all that's worth to you like to get yourself chipped you know what i'm right. saying like it's probably just the aesthetic of it by at the end of the day it's like, right? it's like yeah i can get into the door a little easier i can pay a little faster <laughs> <laughs> i don't even have to pull out my wallet it's such a time saver it's, it's like yeah you, you just scan this and you know and the security we can let you in the building i'm like that's what you have security cards for. <laughs> you know like, like we already have this technology. <laughs> what are we doing? Why are you putting it in you? Have Have you heard of Elon Musk's like Neuralink? Yeah, Neuralink. Yeah, where they, they put it, and it's like the little. Uh, it can go into it and stimulate the the pulses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's supposed to help paraplegics and stuff. And it, yeah. it was supposed to like, yeah, you could you could send the signals that you needed to like move a limb or something. Yeah, that you've been paralyzed, and I'm like, I. Like what if you get? What if we go to extreme example? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What if we go to war and an EMP drop? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or all the paraplegics went, you know, like yeah. Or like, a cyber oh, war, you know? They just <laughs> yeah. decide, you know, we're just gonna hack into every American that has a Neuralink, you know? Uh, like I'm not entirely sure like what the interface with that would be, but there's clearly some input of data that has to be given. You oh, know? for sure. So yeah. it's like, 
if that is tampered with, ugh, yeah, there there's no telling because it's it would be so attached. Like, what if something misfires, like, mm-hmm. and it it just messes something up. I, well, the the thing that scares me the most with the Neuralink is I do believe at first it will start as a health thing, right? To help paraplegics or help people move their limbs or whatever it may be. And but I think it's going to get to a point where the technology will get more advanced and all of a sudden you're gonna have more and more people getting neuralinks in them for whatever reason. Well, right. The, the thing with that was Elon Musk was saying he wants this to be a bridge between human and AI. Right. Yeah. So you can be able to receive and process information on top of the you know, adding right, them exactly. paraplegics and stuff. And if that was the case and he would he he actually goes about doing that, mm-hmm. we you almost wouldn't have a choice in whether or not you would get the Neuralink because you would be left so far behind if you didn't as yeah, far as how right. society would operate that I feel like you would have to get it at some point. You'd either have to get it or um, I could see this happening too. I could see a lot of people just banding together being like, we're not getting that and going and living off by themselves. Right. I was going to say, so you're going to have nomads. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to have like a separate society of people without these neural links or anything it's that choose be illegal, to live yeah. you know, a life without the technology yeah, but, embedded but in you. But here's the case with that. If, if they weren't able to pull off a merge of AI... They would be moving at such a faster rate and leaving us behind. It's it would you would be, be at anymore. you would kind of be at the mercy of whatever they decided to do. You know, I mean, exactly. You, you, well, you, and that would still fight it though. People would still. <laughs> oh no doubt, it. no doubt. But when you but if you when you're dealing video, with something yeah. like that, mm-hmm. if you're dealing with something that can. You know, if I could pull up a Google search just thinking about that mug, <laughs> you know, we're gonna be operating way faster than oh, yeah. than you guys are as far as what we're able to process. And it's so like, do you even need if you really at that point if you have access to knowledge? You know, well, I, that would be the argument. Uh, I'm like, if you really would you really challenge something like that? Somebody that could outthink you on that level that quickly that's yeah. merged with AI, but and the- then you get somebody with bad intentions that gets this. See, yeah, and those. So that's what I was going to bring up is I feel like just how people are apathetic right now to their phones listening in on them. I think you'll get to a point to where in the early days before it's where you have to think a little harder to like Google search something in your head. Yeah, but you'll have people who like all of a sudden they're like, "Huh, why do I want red shorts all of a sudden?" I'm going to go get some red shorts. And there's going to be this like question of like, well, I just watched a, you know, I watched a commercial about oh, red you, shorts today. Like, are they all of a sudden like inception seed plants? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Or remember Futurama where they would dream and then there would be advertisements in their dream, what you know, cutting back and forth where it was like they had a, uh... Like it was the soldiers, and they would go out and kill the roaches with. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They make the enemy yeah, look yeah. like uh, like like a like ugly aliens. roach or yep, something. Yeah, yeah. And then, to make uh, them easier to when kill. When you would go to sleep, they would they would hit you with your sweet dreams. You know, yeah. What I'm yeah. Like you would get the girl of your dreams, and y'all just be. So you wouldn't. It, it, would, it would be like it would be like how how a. How far from that will we be really if Neuralink became a oh, thing? You know for what sure. I'm yeah. Like, like Black Mirror be That's doing scary some scary episode. stuff, man. Like, the, <laughs> like that social credit system. Uh, oh, nosedive. like nosedive. Nosedive. Yeah. 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 Oh, that one's and so nosedive creepy. where the, the people stars. were rating Five each stars. other, you know. Yep. And then it was like, I was like, oh man, that <laughs> they're so fake on that dude. I could like, see that. I mean, but then you look at China. China has that exact. Yeah, they same have it right system. now. It's we like it? you yeah. can't you can't get health care if your sis your score's too low. You get you get knocked if you look at porn. 
Um, it's you like get, a credit you get score now. You're like, if the cameras yeah, catch you eating exists. junk food and stuff, dude, mm-hmm. like it. And it dictates what you're allowed. Yeah, like, what kind like of housing you, you, you can't can get, get a train ticket if mm-hmm. you if your score too low, bro. Oh, like that's, fuck that! <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, yeah, China got it going on. Yeah, man. China. <laughs> oh my China's god. China's take. I feel like China's just taking over the world under everyone's noses. <laughs> so we're just taking a little bit of this. Oh, it's not under South Park was like they're doing it in those front China of everyone. episodes, man. The, which one? <laughs> South Park. Oh, I and they was calling know. him Winnie the Pooh and everything. Oh like that. yeah, and everybody was trying to get the Chinese market. <laughs> and, oh, there was there was actually I read this article not so long ago that was about like all these changes that were in this was actually specifically about the Marvel movies but there was a lot of changes that were made to Marvel movies because, because China. China said no yeah, don't do yeah. this yeah. the the most notable one i can remember is in Doctor Strange the uh they got oh, Tilda the... Swinson to play the monk yeah and i guess in the comics it was like a, a chinese not a chinese monk but like somebody the chinese don't like uh I, I I can't remember what exactly it was, but it I think it was like a Taiwan race the Chinese monkey. did. Yeah, like that. <laughs> it was a man too in the comics. Yeah, but the Chinese didn't didn't like it, and they said, yeah. "No, Disney, you can't do that." And does and because China is a big market for you know especially Disney. Yeah, like they they changed. Well, it hence all the hence all the jokes with Marvel yeah. like being mm-hmm. at. Um, like I think it was where like Randy was trying Chinese. to write something. Yeah. 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 Oh no, yeah. No, it was yeah, yeah, uh, Stan Park. trying to write the uh, the music thing. Oh yeah, oh, the yeah. music autobiography flick. Standing over him like, yeah. nope, can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah. that's that's seriously kind of where we're getting at this point. You know, we all. I mean, but like, I mean, it, it's another one of those things. What are you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Or it's yeah. not even that I China mean, was like, no, you can't do that. But they're like, we're not gonna. You can't sell movies in our country if that's in there. And we're so desperate to get the Chinese market because their population is so crazy. Well, every time they have a hip movie, it like it like sells out. It hits every record that like America's ever set because yeah. they just have so many people. Yeah, yeah. Their that's exactly why they will do anything to market to China. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say it's 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 pretty greedy <laughs> how much we we play to that market <laughs> it really is it's free it's but, pretty bad but i honestly think um it's i think hollywood scary. is on their way out i think that uh, especially so? with this coronavirus stuff and la being closed for another 3 months I think uh, there's. I don't think it all happens in LA. I think it's all Atlanta now. Well, that's no, what we no, mean. Well, like... it, but it's all like centraled out of Hollywood, yeah. though. You know, they're sending people to Louisiana and Atlanta and all these places to you know do work and stuff like that. Yeah, but most with, of their casting but I mean, is with, still done in LA. Yeah, but I mean, with all of their uh, co- with all the controversy with like the Harvey Weinstein stuff, you know, um, amongst you know a plethora of other things, I just think Hollywood is on their way out as far as all of that is concerned. A lot of just. Stuff bad stuff coming out about the whole inner circle that is Hollywood's <laughs> yeah. elite. So I think yeah. I think it's going to be more indie, you know, filmmakers that are start making more content that gets bigger. I mean, I well, mean the I'm, Oscars are a perfect example. People don't really watch the Oscars. They don't. You know, but I mean like you you have I feel like the the infrastructure of how Hollywood works is definitely going to be around. There's always going to be the celebrities and stuff. Oh, for sure. They set a foundation for sure. Yeah. And and it's it's just moving more like, like movies (laughs) are still the big releases and stuff like that. But it's, it's like, 
it's really series driven i feel with a lot of these yeah. uh, streaming platforms mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you still have your celebrities that come from that and you still have the hollywood culture that comes with that i think it's just maybe shifting a little more that way versus it being your traditional is the movie stars and then true i mean i would i would agree that hollywood has transitioned more into the series and tv stuff you know uh still doing the movies as you said but they've you know uh dipped their feet into that stuff now too with well, the streaming services but, it gives them greater access to that right type of material but but i think the whole I, I just don't think Hollywood is going to be the, the big wig anymore. You know, I, I, think, I think it's, it's going, going to be stay the else. big wig until deep fakes and the CGI stuff gets a little better. Once <laughs> once we start getting to because it's it's every every year something gets a little better and it gets a little creepier. Like oh, like yeah. I've seen some gnarly good deep fakes and I've seen mm-hmm. some gnarly good face CGI that's like. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah. No, it's it's, it's like wild. we might not you know need the actor <laughs> like <we> can, <laughs> that's true right? <laughs> well and i speaking of graphics have you seen the uh unreal engine 5 yes, yes oh my <laughs> word yes, holy wow. shit yep. yes i have like, that, that stuff has got it going on oh man, man. what was <laughs> what was so wild about watching that video oh and for those who don't know we're talking about playstation 5 released yeah. this like gameplay tech video of the unreal engine 5 and they just yeah. showed some demo footage that was just unre- unreal but uh <laughs> but go. but yeah. they um what I thought was craziest about watching it is I remember watching the gameplay footage for The Last of Us when it first Love came out. And I remember I remember looking at that with friends and going, wow, the graphics are just getting crazy. And then all of a sudden you look at this and you go back and you watch the original gameplay footage of The Last of Us. And you're like, God, look at that blocky ass fucking move, like jittery I, footage. I don't oh, know. The yeah. Last of Us looked... Always looked okay to me. Oh, it still I, does, but I, I if think, you compare it to like that demo now, it's mm-hmm. it's it doesn't even match. I mean, yeah. that, that demos that that's a really good engine. Yeah, they, they did some really good work with that engine. I messed around with Unreal Engine four very briefly, but did you? but even then, that like I, I see the people that make the Unreal Engine games, but mm-hmm. it'll be like a remake of Dragon Ball Z or something. Yeah, or Pokemon. They, they, they do it in Unreal, and it looks all cool and, you know, high def, but Unreal Engine 5, like, takes that to, like... Because, like, you can make really good scenes mm-hmm. like that in Unreal or in Blender and stuff, but you'd have to, like, render that scene out, and you'd have to, like, play it as a video like that's running in real time. Oh, oh yeah, it couldn't like, be a game. It'd yeah, have to be yeah, just like, video. Like gotcha. Unreal is like running in real time. Mm-hmm. And so like to do that in real time is what makes it so impressive with all the ray trace lighting and stuff like that. Yeah. Um so that 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 thing's next level, man. <laughs> it's it, but I mean like with with that and then you know you put people in there that look, you know, as real as they do like with the deep fake stuff. I, I don't think I don't think Unreal can bring you to that level of photorealism oh, not yet. right out the gate, but, you know? But we're doing it with scenery pretty well. I think we still have a little bit to go for people, though. Because the technology is, every year, though, just seems to take these huge leaps. Yeah, when you think it can't anymore. Yeah. You know, like, that's what amazes me. It's like, I always think, okay, here's the peak. 
And it's like, nope, we're doing this now. Right. It's like, and then, <laughs> like, you got to look at every time, like, your, like, Intel or AMD's processing power gets a little better with a new release or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It makes the deep fakes that come with that that much better and that much more believable. Right. I think on, like, some porn sites they have, it's, like, deep fake porn. Mm-hmm. I, I've like, seen some of like those, yeah. If you get enough pictures and stuff, videos of a celebrity, they put the face on the porn yeah. star. Yeah. And it's like there's whole compilation videos of them now. Not that I would know, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure they exist now. (laughs) I'm telling y'all, seven minutes in, like the face just slightly warps off. But other than that, you can. (laughs) (laughs) You made it seven minutes in. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my word! It's it's true though. I've seen I the I remember the the first one I saw of that in regards to the porn thing. It was actually a gift that somebody shared on Facebook, like before. Facebook was able to take it down but it was of Jenna Fisher the girl played Pam in the office Mm -hmm. and I remember like seeing this gif and I was like like did the Pam girl really do a fucking like sex tape like because because that's like like good on her if she did you know but then I found out it was deep fake I mean and that was like that was like my first introduction actually to any of it and I started like what's this deep fake stuff and I went onto YouTube and I saw this stuff like this I saw one video that was basically looked like Vladimir Putin was just giving a speech and then they like tore away all the layers and stuff of it to and show that it was somebody else <laughs> and I was like what the f-? like that's right. scary that it's is like scary you, got, you know photoshop that can make your photos pretty hard to distinguish if you put in a good amount of effort to them you know mm-hmm. like you can make a photo almost believable for something that didn't happen for sure and then you got stuff like the the CGI and the the deep fakes and you know, people getting a little better with uh, the face modeling and stuff like that, that makes it a little hard to tell the uh, the face. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, well, now we just need the voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just need the software. And some people are really good I, at the I, voice, I, I, too. I think there was, I think there might be some with software mm-hmm. coming for voice with Adobe. Don't quote me on that, but... Well, there's that, there's these guys that do these deep fake videos and they, you know, and they have fun with it. And one I, I see a lot, and I think they do this one because this guy can do this voice well, is they have like a George, it's like George Lucas constantly talking shit about Star Wars, you know, but it's not <laughs> Dude, George Lucas. It's deep fake. So, like they, they had this fake Tom Cruise on Corridor Digital, right? <laughs> okay. And, you know, it was like super short Tom Cruise. But then there was another video where it was like that Tom Cruise the guy that can do like the Denzel Washington impersonation pretty good, but they had all of them deep faked. Like they had all these celebrities deep faked at a table and they were talking you know, just stupid stuff. But, uh, I I, th- I think wow. we're talking about the same thing because I think George Lucas George was Lucas one of the was, ones yep, there. Yep, so that, that same guy who George Lucas once, he makes these videos of him just talking shit about Star Wars. You know, yeah, and, dude, it was it was it's some good stuff. Oh, but it's crazy. like it's a joke now. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, like, exactly. Like 10, 10, 15 years until somebody hacks into the news problem. networks and all of a sudden the president's giving a speech that he's not actually right. giving. Yeah, yeah <laughs> then you get into some fucked up territory there. Exactly. Yeah. I think they said they got software again. Adobe it might be Adobe that like is going to be used for detecting deep fake that makes sense videos. it you probably know, has something to do imp- with imperfections in the face and yeah stuff like that so that's hopefully 
up to snuff but but every single time get, we come up with those things there's there's the same people going like hmm how can we combat this little speed bump here? oh yeah yeah it, it, it makes your <laughs> yep. it makes the software that much better which means you got to make the detection that much better and it's a exactly it, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a war a it's a constant war but, yeah. but i mean here's the thing it's like this is at the consumer level that we can do this you know mm-hmm. once you start talking about like government framing there's nothing to say like they couldn't like go and frame a pakistani soldier that they say shot at them to engage right. in combat and it's like mm-hmm. no we got the video right here Oof, well that's like yeah. now you, oh, now you man. can suddenly say like <laughs> you know that you're into some real dangerous yeah territory. you're getting into some shifty territory because now you're you're hitting us with Something that's well, like, well, they shot at us. You know, we we need to go to war with them. But it goes we, back to like that black mirror that making video. your enemy look oh, like yeah, yeah, roaches or something. Well, and what gets extra scary about that is, as we've seen as technology moves forward, you know, the younger and younger kids are able to figure out technology that you a know, is, is a lot a lot faster, a lot, lot easier. So what happens if we reach this point where twelve year olds can figure out how to deep fake a video? You know, yeah. because maybe it just gets and so right. easy now where you're like, just drag Vladimir. Well, I, I think they got someone. the app out for free. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I think you can just get the deep fake. All right. Bullying finna be on a whole new oh level. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Bullying yes. finna be on a yes. whole new level if that's accessible like that. Oh, Holy and, smoke. And that's that's going to change the game. That's going to change the game. And then I'm sure at whatever the technology is, is going to be like, you're going to be dopamine locked because <laughs> it's going to be so, you know, so advanced and so good. And then just the, I don't even want to think about how the interaction is going to go down. We may future. be alive for it. So who knows? We may get to future. see it. Uh, it'll be, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, it'll be <laughs> For sure. Well, on that note, we are, Oh yeah, we're like an hour and a half into this. Oh, Look, at Look at oh, us. Look at us. Look at us. Usually, usually we end this around an hour just because it starts to get super hot in here. But uh, it actually good. did all right today. Yeah, it's we're, just we're now starting to get like, comfortable. <laughs> yeah. But uh, all right, but we're gonna go ahead and end this today. Uh, remember, guys, you can follow us on all the social media platforms. That is Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, even all of them. <laughs> And Austin, where can people follow you, man? Where can people uh, see your work? Oof. <laughs> we got one video out on AB Film Circus. All right. <laughs> all right. We'll like put a link in the description. Three random Instagram clips <laughs> on the page. It's a, it's called That's AB all. Film Circus? Yeah. Okay. AB and like Thomas said, we'll put it in the description for people right, to check cool, out. Cool. Well, uh, Austin, thank you so much, man, for coming on today, yeah, dude. Man, it's it's such a fun. joy talking to you about <laughs> yeah. you know, how bleak the future is. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I am going to try that dopamine detox thing. And, yeah, you know, man, that works, I, I suggest looking up some videos proper ones <laughs> for sure yeah yeah, yeah we looked up just really quick we looked up one earlier before austin came over it was like this guy going like like if you have issues where you're just constantly working super hard towards your goal and then he was like yeah, try this and i'm like i do not relate that, that's to that what we at want. all <laughs> yeah, yeah that's what we want yeah dopamine <laughs> detox supposed to help you do that. But, uh, <laughs> all right any final thoughts austin no i think 
<laughs> I'm pretty done. <laughs> Be careful with your technology, guys. Be careful with your technology. Keep an eye on it. Hey, it might make Circus sick in the future, too, though. That's true. That's true. That's Follow true. AB Films and you'll <laughs> find out. All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.